And now, two guys and a grill. The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. Welcome to another edition of the Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. And to my left, ladies and gentlemen, that is Stunt. Hey, and to my right, Jake Palmer. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, so glad you joined us today as uh, each and every day. Uh, really great show today. A little outside of our box. Stunt. Yeah? We're gonna, well, we've had, we've, had, uh, we've had retail guys that have stuck. We've had competition people on. Yes. We've had backyard people on. We've had friends of the show on before. Uh, we've had people who created their own sauces and their own rubs on the show before. Today we've got someone who started that way, but now has a food truck. How cool is that? And does some catering and uh, decided let's just go head first all the way in. Uh, and they're living large and loving and just uh, super busy. Uh, his name is Jeff Johannes, and Jeff has a, a company called Papa K's BBQ. It's actually Papa K's Rescue Barbecue. Okay. And uh, it's a pretty cool, but his website and his Facebook is all uh, Papa K's BBQ. They're out of Alexandria. And I met him at our lake place, actually. We had an event, and they decided to bring in a food truck. And this guy was amazing. His food sold out so fast. He felt terrible. He's like, I should have brought more. And we're like, well, we told you you're only going to expect this many people. We had less than that, but people bought and bought and, like, ate and then came back and got more. Yeah. So, like, hoarded. So, that means his stuff was good. It was really good. Yeah, it was love phenomenal. That. Love that for him. Yeah, great story with him and uh, and tons of fun. So uh, we're going to chat with him today a little bit and get their story of how they got started at Papa K's. Uh, what have you been up to? Uh, anything uh, exciting? You know, nothing as exciting as what I want to skip me and go right to you today. Okay. Tell me about the sous vide ribs as quick as you can, man. Sous vide ribs, were uh, they turned out really well. I had uh, glanced at some recipes I'd seen on a couple different places, and I swear they were all like 24 hours and really long. And then when I dove in and was ready to do them, uh, I realized, no, really, you can pull it off in like 12. Okay. But I had already carved out the, the my weekend <laughs> to fit a certain way. So I had to, this is bizarre, but I had to go backwards. I had to look for a recipe that was longer. So I did them at 145 degrees for 20 hours in the sous vide. Wow. And they came out, and amazing is the only word I can come up with. Yeah. I mean, so tender. The seasoning, because what I decided is that the longer, they, the longer they're in the sous vide, the more time the seasoning has to impact the, the actual meat, meat. okay. And get in there. Because, you know, when you're doing it on a smoker or on a grill, you're cre- you're building a bark. After a while, you lose penetration. Correct. So uh, the one thing I didn't do, because I've kind of been uh, anti with this, is uh, the one thing I haven't done is introduce uh, a little bit of liquid smoke, just to give it a little more of that smoky flavor. Right. But uh, we did that, and then I uh, put them on for 20 hours, and then I sauced them and finished them on the grill like I always do, and they turned out... Really, really, really good. That's good. Yeah. I was hoping for a few samples, but apparently there's none left. Uh, I think I was supposed to bring some samples, <laughs> and I uh, I overlooked that. That's part, all right. But, uh, no, you you we were at the same parade last weekend, and then you left in a in a hurry afterwards. So you had to get back for these ribs, and mm-hmm. I was so excited to talk to you about it. Yeah. So I'm glad it turned out well. They did. They did turn out well, and they complimented the t bones we did on the charcoal really well. <laughs> that sounds delicious too. My wife called it meat palooza. Oh, well. And it was. I, well, I go. call it Sunday. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Whatever you want to call it, newbie, yeah. I guess. So it worked out really well. So I was excited about that. But I don't want to screw around. We want to get to chatting with Jeff Johannes from uh, Papa K's Barbecue. So let's do that when we return. Stick around for more of the Barbecue Show right after this. Back to the Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. All right, welcome back. The Barbecue Show continues. Uh, another gorgeous weekend. And Stunt, as promised, a uh, special guest. This might be the furthest guest we've ever had from all the way up in Alexandria. Yeah. I think it's been a, a little bit a while. But as I told you, as I mentioned earlier, food truck I ran into uh, at the lake. 
and they just do a fantastic job. So, uh, Jeff Johannes from Papa K's Rescue BBQ, thanks so much for joining us, man. How are you? How how, how are you? I'm doing really good. Now, as we were talking earlier uh, off air with you, and Stunt and I were saying in the first segment, we we don't feature a lot of food trucks because it's a different style. But I want we wanted to talk with you because similar to some of the uh, people who started competitively and then went into the retail world, uh, you do do you do all of your own sauces? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I make all my sauces from scratch. And what about your rubs? Uh, my pork and chicken rub I make from scratch, and uh, the beef rub for the brisket and stuff I get I buy. Okay. Wow. So how does so? Let's start at the beginning. Um, that probably makes the most sense. Why the food truck? How did this? Uh, how did this come up? What came first, the chicken or the egg? The, the, <laughs> the, the truck or the rub and the seasoning or the sauce? It sort of uh, probably like six or seven years ago. I've always had an interest in uh, you know you ever watch dry, diners, drive-ins, and dives. You're speaking to president of the Minnesota chapter right here. I love that show. Yeah, I mean, it's an awesome show, and I always want to do, like, the old cafe or something like that. And a food truck always appealed to me because you can go mobile. You can go anywhere. You're not locked in in one place. But I started um, about six, seven years ago. I, I cooked for the church on Wednesday night, and I and made everything from scratch. You know, I'd be there 8 o'clock in the morning and left at around 8 o'clock at night after everything was cleaned up and done. Then things kind of, you know, I like that. Then things kind of rolled into when we moved to Alexandria. Uh, my wife, my my dad passed away. Uh, four, it's gonna be four years ago. Then I started with a, a about a trigger after he passed, and and it just things just kept on rolling for me, and I just got got more obsessed with doing different things and 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 continually cooking for for neighbors for for other people rather than for my family for rather than just for my family. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So did you say, I'm sorry, did you say you you started, you got a Traeger? Yeah. Okay. Traeger was the first smoker. Okay. Just, you know, a 570 pro, I think what it was. Um, then I did my first cook on it was a, a full Turkey for Thanksgiving. And that thing was fantastic. So then, you know, then it just kept moving. And people kept saying, why don't you start a food truck? And my wife kind of pushed me and going like, hey, if you think this is something for you, why don't you go work at your favorite restaurant? So then I started two years ago this this August, I started working at Pike and Pine Grill. Then I started rolling in, coming up, started working on sauces and and seasonings and stuff like that. And they taught me uh, a lot of uh, different techniques and, you know, time-saving methods with either... With, just with anything in general. So I learned a lot there. And in this last, I did some catering last year and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And we just went all in, bought a trailer and a couple more smokers. And, and I've been just going 14, 16 hours a day all summer. <laughs> just going gangbusters now. That's awesome. Uh, it sounds like you're living my dream, though. I love that. Yeah. Just the fact that you guys went all in, you had the support. From the wife, just go do, get a job and do it and start doing it, learn a little bit more, and then just went all in on a trailer like that. It's so exciting. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's awesome. I feel pretty, really blessed to be able to, to do what I want and, and then, then see people actually enjoy it and, and get some and really humbling uh, compliments, you know, for some of the stuff I do. Well, and, you, then, yeah, sorry. Sorry to interrupt, but you know what? Well, it's I, that's exactly when I talked to you a couple of weeks ago. I don't remember when it was. Now, when we met up at the uh, up at the lake at Cozy Nook, 
And I said, uh, I was like, man, you you have to be on our show. You got these, like, because how many sauces? You have like four or five different sauces and a couple different yeah. rubs. Uh, yeah. I never got to try your ribs because by the time we came off the lake uh, from the day, you, you were out already and you'd only been there like an hour, if even that. I was like, holy cow, this guy's great. This is, <laughs> and then I go, this is amazing. You do this so well. How long have you been doing it? You're like, ah, oh, it's my first summer. <laughs> I was blown away. Oh, that's super exciting. I, I, I guess I missed that part. I thought this yeah. was maybe a few years ago you started all this. This no, is your first full on no. summer. No, no, it was my first summer in the in the trailer. And I just, you know, working at, at the restaurant, and I just, you know, talking to the owner and the chef and bouncing different ideas. And, and then it just, just things kind of evolved. I went from, you know, starting this just being a, trying to be a, more of a Carolina style barbecue. I'm trying to evolve it into a restaurant restaurant style uh, um, food truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, there's a lot of different influences I noticed in some of your dishes. Um, where where do you like? Where do you come up with the concept and the ideas? Is this stuff that you just always did all along? Because your your ribs are more of a uh, what do you call them again? Is it candied or cormorant? They're, they're candy ribs. Okay, yeah. I was watching a YouTube video, um, Meat Church. Yeah, uh, I was just looking at different methods he does does his uh, ribs and we're like they look pretty darn good so i tried them i changed a little bit what he was doing i went and he's margarine i used real butter you know well yeah like Duh. you know <laughs> and it's just like it's just popped in my in your mouth i mean it's just like you, t- you still have some of the pork flavor you taste some of my seasoning and then, it's, and then you put that rib candy on it you cook it in that and it's just like oh my god so i yeah. so i Got obsessed with doing that, so I sit at the Smokestack Barbecue Store every Wednesday just to, so I can make fresh ribs for people. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'd love to do it. I mean, obviously, the, you had to create all this stuff first, and then came up with the the, the food truck concept or the idea. I'm assuming, right? So, is this just yeah. out yeah. of a love of cooking? You just started creating the uh, the ribs and the meals and the sauces and the rubs. Yeah, yeah, I was just trying different things. My wife helped me with the sides. I mean. I mean, some of it, and everything I do, at least all the, everything that's hot, I use my smoker. So everything goes in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I tried to come up with the corn side, and I had that cracked corn. I used a uh, smoked bake, smoked pork belly bacon in it. And then I have, and then I, my main ingredients, my white sauce in there. And then we throw some other stuff in it. And that seems to be going really well. People can look at your website, obviously, which is uh, what it's Papa K's, like K Papa P A K A K S. You said a lot of letters there. I'm on his Facebook page right now, so that's what I'm looking at. And can yeah, we just quickly point out on the on your on your Facebook these tacos, pulled pork tacos? You got cheese, you got jalapenos on there. Wow, mm-hmm. yeah, that's pretty good. I've been working. There's a taco seasoning I've been using that's been it's outstanding, and I've always wanted to do a pulled pork taco with that seasoning. Then and I just went, hey, we were bored on the truck one day. We started doing a little different things. And I went, let's try it. It's really good. So that's, hopefully it's going to be a, a staple in my truck. I love it. Let's go to your seasoning, your sauces. Uh, I, what's your names of some of your sauces and where'd you get the idea for some of them? <laughs> oh, I mean, the Mother Mary's is probably my, most selling, highest uh, selling sauce. And it's named after my mother-in-law. I have I have a really good barbecue sauce that I came up with, named it after my mom, but it was a little too spicy for my mother-in-law. <laughs> so, 
so I deconstructed it. I I I took uh, every single. I took out the pepper. I took out the chili powder. I took out the cayenne. I took every single spice that would be considered spicy in it. Then I then I added some other stuff to it. You know, they make it more look like more like barbecue sauce, and add a little brown sugar and whatnot, and and it just it just worked. And that's um, so. Since then, it's just even though my mother in law she still says it's you know spicy. I'm going, <laughs> and I tell her the only thing there's nothing spicy and that's the vinegar because most all my sauces are kind of vinegar based except for the sassy lassi sauce. Hmm. So, but. <sighs> Your, yeah. mo- your mother-in-law sounds like a good Norwegian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It sounds that way. So we got one that you got one that your traditional standard is pretty spicy, and then you got uh, the one for Mary that's uh, that's not spicy. Yeah. Uh, what's the sassy lassie like? Is that the that that's named after my mother-in-law or not my mother-in-law? Sorry, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> that's uh, that's a sauce that's uh, sweet on the on the way in and. Kicks you, kicks you, your throat on the way out. <laughs> you, know, it's, uh, you know, based on sriracha sauce, honey, and yeah, butter. You know, stuff that I mean, it just works. Just I love it. Named for every wife everywhere. I love that. <laughs> so, um, so, and you mentioned the white sauce. What's the because my wife loved the white sauce when we were up at there oh, when we had cool. your stuff at the lake. That was really good. And you had one that was. Am I mistaken, or did you have one that had a Korean a Korean yep. flair to it? Yep, the Korean kicker. That one's um, really good. That was uh, one of the Super first good. sauces I came up with. Yeah. And that's just really nice flavor. I initially started really hot, or not really hot, but it had a good kick on it. But And then it tapered that down, and that, so it's nice and sweet. Even though it's the Korean, name is Korean kicker, there really is no, not much of a kick of it other than the taste. Yeah, no, it was it was delicious. It would kind of reminded me if, if uh, uh, I kept thinking like just a little bit more zip, and then you'd have uh, the perfect topping for uh, like a uh, Korean street taco with like some pork belly oh, or yeah. something in there. You know, yeah. yeah, that would have been really really great sauce. So, and all these you just you just invented just through trial and error, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you look at some other way people do things, and I went, yeah, I think I'll, this was better. You know, mm-hmm. and and that's why just you keep messing with stuff i mean just like seasoning with the pork i mean just different ideas i mean you know up here people like garlic so i add more garlic than i normally would mm-hmm. well they you like know. it down here too yeah. <laughs> but you know just stuff like that yeah sure sure well like jake always says when we talk at the end of the show it's always experiment and have fun and you find yeah. something you like and it's somebody else's recipe you take the yeah. time and you start to craft your own recipe out of that right. and you decide yeah. what you want to add in or take out and it's Fun because that's like the best part, and honestly, my favorite part about the ribs and seasoning is they take a little less time than messing with a brisket seasoning or something like that. Right. So you can try different things on three racks of ribs and test it on your buddies right away, and it only took you six hours of the afternoon instead of a full day's worth or whatever it might be. Yeah, with the brisket, yeah, for sure. And, that's and, and you don't lose the money when if you screw up. <laughs> exactly. Very true. Yeah, that's for sure. So let me ask you this from a from a logistical standpoint. Now, obviously, you were having fun doing this, and you were out, you know, cooking for uh, wherever on Wednesdays for your ribs and stuff. Now, all of a sudden, you've got yourself in the food truck. How does that change the logistics? So, you know, as far as now, you ha- does it become a job? Like, now I have to make X number of gallons of sauce every week. I have to prep X yeah. number of ribs and things. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, 
the first uh, couple weeks was a learning experience. I was making way too much. I just had to adjust that a little bit. But yeah, that's that's why I'm up at five o'clock in the morning generally get getting things started, and I'm done at nine nine thirty. So that's yeah, that's it's a job. I mean, but I I mean I love it. I mean I'm not complaining about the hours, but it's just it's really rewarding. You know, especially with, you know people get good response from it. So yeah. like hopefully keep it rolling. Well they call it a labor love and I don't wanna I don't wanna be that guy, Jeff, but I mean, you know, five to nine that's only four hours. I don't know what the problem is. Who's this guy whining over here, man? <laughs> I'm a quick smoker. <laughs> I believe in hot and fast. 400 degrees, four hours. Let's get her done, man. There's no. Everybody's hungry. Let's go. We gotta get this done. Yeah. It's dry. Just throw some sauce on it. <laughs> Got it. No wonder don't, you're so, don't don't take business advice from us. Yeah. No wonder it's working for you so well. Yeah. So um, no, I, I I gotta ask because I saw that uh, on your website you have a smoked salmon. Is that uh, how's that going oh. over? Really well. I mean, my smoked salmon tacos, it was lights out. And I'm actually, I played with it this last week. We served it over at a winery, um, Burr Vineyards, this last weekend. And I changed it. I tweaked it a little bit. I put some drizzle, brown sugar drizzle on it. Mm. So that's really, now you get a little sweet, a little smoke, and and the nice nutty uh, seasoning that goes on there. That's fantastic. Yeah, and there's not a lot of people that are trying stuff like that with the food truck, and it's no, it's great. Do you plan to make this your full? I mean, is it going to continue to be your hobby, or is this your full time gig this summer? I mean, what what do you got going on with it? <laughs> I, I initially we th- I thought I was going to be working at the restaurant a couple days. Is that you know I I wasn't as I wasn't expecting to be so busy and getting so many calls and referrals. So I have not. I've worked two days at the restaurant and I've been going seven days a week. Just, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, I know, um, what's it like from a support crew staff? I know when I saw you that day, I think your wife was with you and there was another smart Alec, uh, I'm guessing a good friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, th- that's gotta be a different, a uh, hard part to it also. Cause you can't do it by yourself. You need some, you need some talented crew in there with you that can, you know, even if somebody can just take orders and handle money, you know, there's a lot going on. Oh yeah, and that's why I've been pretty lucky. I mean, I've gotten a lot of good support. My coworkers has always helped when he can when he's not working at the restaurant. That's great. No. My wife wife is always there. She's doing an awesome job doing the stuff that you know. Well, I can do, but I don't have time to do. Right. You know, but yeah, it's been going good. Even this weekend, I got my uh, her brother and her. Uh, her and her sister-in-law is coming to help us at the art and park. So we got some people volunteering their time to help me out with these big events. Wow. That's really, that's, that's, really ta- nice, that's yeah. the line right there. It takes a village, not just for children, but for oh. barbecue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's just not, yeah. It's, well, it, it, it's, a, it's a lot of, it's a lot of work, but it's, it's worth it. I mean, yeah, I could see that. I can, and I can see the, uh, the, the, uh, for lack of a better word, the 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 love and the passion that you have in it, you know, for what you're doing and how you're doing it, and not to, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to bust your bubble here, Jeff, but you know, when this whole idea, when I first saw it that day, standing, I'm like, I, these guys should be on the barbecue show. I was thinking about your wife because she seemed very articulate and smart, <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted her to be the one talking. <laughs> 
she was like, no, no, Jeff's the man. And then I said, because I said to even, I go, well, if you're the guy doing the cooking and the create, we want to talk to you on this show for sure. Because we want to get uh, into those ideas of, you know, where some of this stuff comes from. Because we all, everybody has a different method and a different process. And we love to dive oh, yeah. into that. Yeah, there's, there's no single way to do something, especially barbecue. I mean, you can add a different thing. I mean, just with my brisket alone, I mean, I bet you I went through 10 briskets before I finally figured it out. Yeah. You know, and that's, you know, a friend of mine helped me out with that. Just a simple tweak here. Then I threw something just, just to see what I would do, you know, and it went, oh, this is great. So I've been and my brisket. Other than like two weeks ago, I really blew it on the brisket, but really well. Yeah, forget, I forgot a step. Oh, no. <laughs> yep. Wow. And, uh, and that brisket was, uh, well, the point the, the point was somewhat fine, but the rest of it was uh, cat food. Oh, that's too bad. So, yep, that was, uh, made me cry. That's tough. Because <laughs> now, and now it'd be, you know, in the past, like if you were doing this just for your friends on the weekends, you'd be like, yeah, I blew the brisket. Sorry, guys. Uh, but yep. now you're like, I've got to start over quickly, right? Oh yeah, I mean it's just—I mean just losing brisket—that's you know—that's money now. Yeah, it isn't just me. It's just I just lost around three hundred dollars of revenue. Right. What do you do with? Uh, that's a good uh, point. We should ask quickly before we run out of time here. What, as far as like supplies and, and meat, do you just do you uh, purchase everything locally? Do you have a nice connection that way, or do you have to hunt and pack to find what you want? Um, uh, so, some stuff I get from Cisco. And a lot of, I got, I deal with a guy out of Fargo, uh, quality meats and he, uh, he gets, and that's, you know, somewhat local and I get most of my meat from him. Otherwise some of the sides and stuff I have to scramble for. Okay. Cause I'm not, I don't, uh, I'm not at a commercial address, so I can't, I'm limited to what I can, right. who I can have delivered food to me. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I can I can see that, and um, and you know you want to keep the you want to keep the quality, and you, if you start ordering restaurant quality, <clears throat> excuse me, quantity in bulk, then you you got to have storage, and now yep. you just add another yep. level of <laughs> yeah stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, that's some of the whole thing. You know, I, I talked about my uh, I got a three door uh, commercial refrigerator, and the, some of the whole things just keep rolling in place for me. And I bought that thing. Actually, I didn't buy it. I went to the guy to try to buy it, and he decided it didn't cool, so he just gave it to me. So, so I sat in my garage over the winter, have a had a refrigeration guy come in, and and he, hundred fifty dollars later, I had a five thousand dollars refrigerator. <laughs> nice. Oh, I love yeah. that for you, man. Jeff, I'll tell you, we uh, we hear more stories when we talk to people that are getting into uh, the retail side of uh, rubs or seasonings or sauces and. Uh, or like in your case, you go into the food truck. The one common denominator, the one common denominator we hear from everyone is there was a spot along the way where they got lucky. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. Oh, yeah. There's always a spot where somebody <laughs> they got lucky. You know, $150 for a $5,000 commercial refrigerator. That's awesome. I mean, that's it's a good gig. That's a lot of brisket, yep. is what that is. So oh, it works out really well. 
Well, listen, Jeff, uh, we don't want to keep you all day. We know it sounds like you're probably busy and have some stuff to go check on. So, uh, But we do appreciate the time. Uh, what, your website is Papa K's, that's K-S, as in K, in, uh, Rescue Barbecue. You can find you on Facebook. Now, I'm assuming you have a list of where you're going to be and that kind of thing out and about through the rest of the summer. Yeah, on my Facebook page, uh, yeah, it's updated every week. Cool. At least I do. <laughs> well, like I said, I'm sure we'll see you at Art in the Park this weekend because I am going to be, uh, I'll be in town. I don't know if I can get off the water. We'll see. It's going to be hot. We'll see if we can get in and uh, get some uh, get some goodies for me from Art in the Park. Save some brisket for Jake to bring back for me, all right? Oh, most definitely. Yeah, <laughs> outstanding. Well, listen, uh, keep up the great work, and uh, thanks for spending some time with us today, and, and uh, we hope you continue to uh, be successful and keep the thing rolling, man. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks for calling me. Hey, you bet. Take care, Jeff. Thank you. you too. Take care. Bye. That's uh, that's our guy Jeff Johannes. Yeah, Papa K's Rescue BBQ. If you go to their website, he's got a great description or def- definition of like, uh, here's what the name means, here's how we got it, here's where we put it all together. I so, love that. Uh, no, I love his story. It's like I said, kind of gotta get lucky once in a while and find your way. He's got a, it's a great story and uh, a great great product as well. So, uh, and he hit it right on the head. Remember, you have to experiment and have fun. I go fire that thing up. The Barbecue Show Hashtag. with Stunt and Jake. Hashtag. Like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook.